To all who come to our happy place, welcome to the No Guilt Disney Podcast, where we have no guilt about our love for all things Disney. We are three Disney fangirls who probably know more about Disney parks than most grown women should, and we are perfectly okay with that. Yeah, absolutely. 100% okay with that. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, everyone. I am Teresa, and you can find me on Twitter at Gertie the Dino and Instagram at Insightful Life. I'm Jane, and you can find me on Instagram at RealMouseWifeWDW. I'm Patty Holiday from NoGuiltDisney.com and No Guilt Travel, a travel agency that specializes in run Disney and Disney vacations. You can find me on all socials at No Guilt Life. And we just want to say thank you once again. We know that you guys have a choice when you are listening to your Disney podcasts, and we're glad that you chose this one. So please, if you can, go subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. And if you're on a platform that has it, make sure you go and leave a five-star review. That's super important here, especially for newer podcasts like ourselves. If you're listening on Apple or anywhere that allows it, throwing up those awesome reviews really help. Yeah, it lets the algorithm and the powers that be tell everybody else that people are enjoying this show and they should start you know, giving giving a heads up to other people. So where you see, you may also enjoy this podcast. If you give us a rating, we'll show up there more often. Now this week, this week, this week, we're going to talk about the thing that's been consuming my entire life lately, uh, which is why I voted that this would be our topic. <laughs> I'm already talking about it all the time. Anyway, you guys just need to join in with me. Okay, get on my level. And that is going to be dun, 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 run Disney, of course. Why? It's because on Tuesday, Tuesday morning, which is March the 10th, the Wine and Dine uh, race for 2020 goes on sale officially to the public. And is this the the villains race that I've been seeing everyone talking about and freaking out about? A hundred percent. Yay! So, (laughs) Are you excited about villains, Jane? I mean, I do love me some villains. Um, I hate running, but you put a nasty villain out there and I'm game. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I had to laugh when you told me you signed up for all three races. I was like, okay, so you're going going from couch to what, 19 point, what is it, 19.3? Okay, Jane, that sounds about right because it's villains. And this is, Ren Disney, are you listening? This is how you get us. (laughs) That's right. I think what happened was they probably looked back and were like, hey, she used to run all the races. And truthfully, if they look, the reason I stopped was because I was injured, but it happened to line up with Disneyland stopping their uh, races. Yep, 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 yep. Yep. But I loved the villains races. I did all the Tower of Terror. I did the Disneyland one when that was villains. So like you had me at villains. Well, and fun fact, uh, I was actually planning to do the Tower of Terror 10 miler. Uh, I was going to sign up for it the year that they decided to get rid of that race. So oh, thanks, thanks Ron Disney. Wah, you lost wah. me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tower of Terror, the, that was the one. That was the villains race that they had. And what, what, I think they only did it for three years when they when three. they pulled that plug. Yeah. And uh, ever since then, that has been... I don't know, number one on everyone's wish list was villains. And like Jay mentioned, we did get that for a hot second over at one of the Disneyland races. We did have villains as the theme. I, I, whatever I ran 
I don't maybe only ran one race that weekend, but it was a magic mirror yes. medal. It was only the 10K that was okay. Dylan's theme. That oh, that's what it was. Okay, then that's what I'm remembering. Because I was like, this is the best medal ever. It's, it is. It was my favorite so cool. shirt, everything. Yes, yes. And the shirt, yeah, the shirt was marvelous. Uh, yeah, so needless to say, we have all been hoping, wishing, praying, asking, probably in all the Facebook groups, constantly for the villains race. And it's coming back. It's it's coming back. And uh, like we said, Jane's already signed up for her three. Uh, we'll explain why here in a minute and how she got into all three races in advance because technically the race doesn't go on sale until tomorrow, but she had a way. Why have you been so busy, Patty? I'm glad you asked. <laughs> As a travel agent, we actually have a, a program. Rin Disney has a basically a, a travel agent bib program, which gives us a pool of bibs that we can pull from and create packages for our clients. And so it's the rooms plus the bibs as a package. Uh, And it's one of the ways to get early registration to these races, Um, just like being an annual pass holder or a DVC member like Jane is. And that's the other way of getting early registration uh, to these races. So I had folks who wanted to avoid the registration drama that's coming on Tuesday, and they went ahead and booked their travel packages and bibs uh, through me. They've been doing this for months. We've actually had access to these bibs since the last wine and dine race in 2019. In November of 2019, when that race was happening is when they opened up our bib allocation. And I actually had I had some of my clients who were standing at the expo picking up their race shirts, sending me their credit card number going, go ahead and sign me up because I know I'm going to do it again next year. So that's the, those are the ways that you can get early registration. Um, annual pass holders, DVC members, they got to sign up on Thursday through the website. Mm-hmm. And then you can also go through a travel agent um, like we did. And especially once those races for the annual pass holders and the DVC members sold out essentially. That's when I started getting like crazy busy, which is always fun. With registration opening tomorrow, but you said things are sold out. So what, how, how does that work? <laughs> Last Thursday was open registration or early registration, they call it for DVC and annual pass holders. So what they do is they give a small allotment of bibs so that we can register a little bit ahead of time. It's just one of the perks of being a member or a pass holder. Because it's such a small number of the total number of bibs that they have for the weekend, it sells out really quickly. And it did. It did. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think last I heard, uh, the half marathon still had some bibs available through the annual pass holder site. And if I remember correctly, that stays open through through Monday. And then they, they go yes. ahead and turn it off on, on Tuesday when it opens up for the rest of the public. Yes. So are there any ways to figure out how quickly it'll sell out? Um, it'll sell out on Tuesday? Is it going to be like... Rise of the Resistance boarding group fast, or mm-hmm. is there a little more flexibility? <laughs> That's actually a really good analogy. Good job. <laughs> Yay. Um, so I was watching and kind of monitoring what was happening with the annual pass sales, you know, waiting to see what was going on. And sure enough, the 5K, I think that one sold out within 30 minutes of going on sale. Now, again, like Jane mentioned, it was a very small number of bibs. So it's, you know, there weren't a ton of bibs out there. But 5K sold out first. By 45 minutes in, 
the 10K sold out and like right after that, the challenge sold out. So those went within 45 minutes. That's a pretty quick sellout. That's like 2013. I kept going, whoa, what year is this? That's that's how Run Disney used to be. All the races were like that back in the day. We sold out like that fast. Yeah. And I, I think it's actually taking a little bit longer almost now than it used to. But I think part of that is because people can't register as quickly on Disney's website versus the old registration process. So I just tell everybody, be patient. Don't freak out if you're registering and in like a spinny little window for 25 minutes or so. Just be patient. (laughs) Well, not only be patient, but here's another trick that I discovered the last time I did registration with Run Disney. Well, actually... I didn't discover anything, but it's kind of a known unknown thing in the travel agent sphere. Our website that we go through is crap like half the time. Love you, Disney. Do not love your IT. And the secret is if you go through an incognito browser, go through a Mm -hmm. private browser or incognito, almost every time you'll get right in versus a spinny wheel. So try that as well. If you go in like you normally do and you see a spinny wheel, go ahead and open up a second browser that's incognito and try to go through that. And I would almost guarantee that one will come through faster than than your your traditional one. It's the secret of Disney IT. Go that way. <laughs> so is it pretty consistent for which of the run Disney races sells out first? Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Um, So for all the weekends that offer a 5k, 10k, a half, and then a challenge, which is the 10k plus the half, you'll want to register for the five and the 10k first, if you're just going to do those races, or if you're doing the 5k in addition to the challenge, and then go back and register for the half and the challenge. Because most people are able to do a 5k that are registering. That's the most popular. It's the the distance that most people will want to start with. So the number of bibs there aren't as large as the half marathon is, and more people will want to do it. So when I registered the other day, I started with the 5k, and then I knew to go back in and to do my challenge the second go around. Yeah, but you did it wrong. You could have stayed in there at the same time. Right. Also, I did it wrong because I didn't have this (laughs) podcast. (laughs) And what we're talking about is when you go in and you register, yes, snag the 5k, put it into your cart at the bottom of your cart. You have two options. On the left-hand side, it says like, click here to pay. And on the right-hand side, like the button right next to it, Jane, (laughs) right next to it. (laughs) Mornings are hard. (laughs) Says, do you want to add another race? If you click on that, you can go back in and add another race. And here's where Disney is also helpful you don't have to add another race for you. Like it'll say, is this race for you or for someone else? So say you're re- you're trying to register you for the 5K and your friend for the 5K. You register yourself, you put your, you put your 5K in the cart, you click at the bottom where it says, do you want to add another race? You click on that and then you go in and you can add a second 5K for your friend, your kid, your whatever. But you have to do that for each person that you, that you want to do. And this is where... You can get tripped up if you spend too much time in that cart. Those bibs can get sold out underneath you. So what Jane did was was smart in a way. Is she grabbed her 5K. She went through the whole process. She paid for it. She checked out. She left. Then she went back into the queue to get her challenge bib. That ensured that that 5K didn't disappear on her. And she's 
right on the money when she's talking about, you know, the 5Ks have maybe seven to 8,000 runners max. And that's yes. a big 5K, uh, where the half marathons and like the challenges tend to have like, I think the half marathon has closer to 13, 15,000 runners at Wine and Dine. Doesn't that sound right? I, I want to say it's 15. It might actually have gone up a little bit, but yeah, yeah. it's about 15 at Wine and Dine. They definitely have more. And like she said, less people are willing to train and run for a half marathon than they are for a 5K. Hello, me right here. Yep, right here. So, <laughs> so there's a lot more. And, and the 5Ks are uh, also seen as family races. So if you have a child that's five years old or up, you can register them for the 5K, but you can't register them for the half marathon. So, you know, obviously supply and demand, right? Just do the math. So if you're if you're concerned or you're worried about it, do your 5Ks first get out, go back in, get your 10K, get out, go back in. But in theory, you don't have to do all of that. You can just add it all into one cart and check out. It just depends on how you you work it through your head on what's an easier way for you to mentally uh, get through it because I think that's also important. This is an intense experience, Teresa. Like People freak out over this. People walk <laughs> out hours from their schedules at work. They take the day off. It's crazy pants. <laughs> I definitely skipped a marketing meeting and they were like, are you coming to this meeting? And I was like, nah, bro, I gotta, I gotta do something. <laughs> I'm like, I have all faith in you that you'll figure out how that works. <laughs> Jane, you're going to get fired. Quit. <laughs> not. <laughs> They understand my my capabilities. <laughs> it's not with registering for races. Right. Also, because I'm stubborn and I refuse to accept that I did it wrong, I just went on my phone <laughs> to check how to do it and to clarify um, a couple of things. You can register from your phone. And I know a ton of people ask that question all the time. Is it possible? It is. I actually wound up registering the second go round on my phone. But that little button for I want to add another registration is on that very first page. I was looking for it on the checkout page. Um, So that's why I kept missing it. And on that first page on my phone, it's purple and says next step. And right under it is gray and says, I want to add another registration. Naturally, I went with the pretty purple button. (laughs) (laughs) Naturally, of course you did. (laughs) And yes, halves are still open for now. Okay. I can make some of my own assumptions, but I will let the experts give me all the info. What makes wine and dine so popular? I don't like wine and dine personally, (laughs) so I'm I'm not the girl to ask. This is not unpopular opinions, Patty. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, yeah. to hear more about that, visit one of our unpopular opinions about Ron Disney episodes. So what makes Wine and Dine so popular is the time of year. It's November, which is starting to, quote unquote, cool off here in Florida, which, of course, it's Florida. So it's still hot for everybody else. For us, sometimes it's cooler. The second thing is it's obviously during the Food and Wine Festival, which is a great time to visit Everyone loves that festival. You can come down and also sometimes hit a Halloween party around the same time. And then depending upon when the trip falls, occasionally you can put a Christmas party onto it. So there's a lot going on at Disney World at that same time. Plus with this race, when you register, although I did notice that I think they took the price up this year, they also give you a $15 gift card and there's an after party for just for runners at Epcot to celebrate the Food and Wine Festival. No other race weekend does this. 
So as much as I am with Patty and team, I don't really love this weekend, except it's villains. So now I'm a big fan. (laughs) (laughs) You do get a lot of value out of this particular weekend. Yeah, you do. You do. And people really do love the whole ability to hit Halloween and Christmas and food and wine all mashed together. Like you can get a lot of Disney bucket list clicked off with this one race weekend. That is absolutely true. Yeah. And, you know, on top of that, obvious, the obvious answer is that it's Teresa's birthday. So thank you. Just waiting for someone to get to that. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. This is why this is, it's the race weekend. I'm not going to run, but I show up because everybody comes in town and I like to pretend it's a big party for me. So (laughs) thanks. Thanks for Disney for your scheduling. (laughs) (laughs) They do that for you. (laughs) All right. And so we've obviously, we've talked about how hard it can be to register for the races, how quickly they go. I feel like we're going to, you know, get to the assumption that these races will sell out. So how does somebody get into a sold out race? Yeah, I definitely think that these races will sell out. And my prediction is going to be that it's going to sell out this week. I mean, more boldly, there's going to be races that sell out the first day. I, yes. I I don't want to I don't want to be like I guarantee it but I feel like that 5k and 10k is if you don't register on Tuesday yes you have missed the boat from rendisney.com it's going to be gone I agree but the great thing is you do have options if races do sell out and you need to wait a little bit longer we got an email from a listener a few weeks ago talking about charity options and she hoped that we would share that with you her name is Meg L hi Meg thank you for listening Meg says, first off, I really love listening to the podcast. It's so great to hear different opinions about one of my favorite places. Ironically, I started listening during my last training run for the Glass Slipper Challenge. I loved hearing about the tips and tricks for run Disney events. I know you covered the basics of buying through a travel agent or doing normal registration, but I didn't hear anything about running for a charity, specifically the celebrity charity for the events. The last two Princess Weekend races I ran as a miracle maker for Children's Miracle Network. The charity route can be challenging, fun, and the most rewarding experience. You get some perks too. I really recommend it to anyone that is interested in trying something different. You can also register to get your spot 10 months in advance. Doing the charity route has been the best experience for me. Thanks for all the advice and spreading the Disney love. Aw, thanks Meg. Thanks, Meg. Yeah, I have actually, uh, I ran for children's a couple of years too. Uh, My oldest son, Jacob, passed away and we spent a lot of time. He was was sick from the day he was born and uh, he was four years old when that happened. And we spent a lot of time in children's hospitals that were supported by Children's Miracle Network. And so that was something that was really important to me to kind of give back in his name. And I think I'd I want to say I did three or four years of fundraising for children's for princess. And yes, they're a fantastic charity and a fantastic program. If you've uh, got a heart uh, for wanting to give back, that's, that's what I can personally tell you because I have the experience with, but they're pretty outstanding. Ren Disney does a really great job of partnering with some important charities and the list is not out right now. In recent years, what they've been doing is putting that charity list out the same day as official registration goes on sale. Uh, I do have 2019's list, 
And I'll link that in show notes for you if you want to go check it out. And I will get it updated to the 2020 list as soon as we see the official notice. But for the most part, they're probably going to be the same charities, to be honest. Um, But you can always reach out to these charities or a charity that you know has worked with Run Disney in the past to see if they're going to be coming to these races. But that's a great option uh, if the RunDisney.com sells out and you you need to figure out how to get into this race. Always look for their charities. Absolutely. Yes. And to further your point about reaching out to them, I ran for St. Jude in 2015. And I reached out to them because I knew that I wanted to run for them that year. I reached out before it was even announced. And they put me on a list. They were like, we know we're going to get bibs. We're just not ready yet. But I was able to get ahead and start fundraising before it was really open, which was really helpful to hitting my fundraising goal. Ah, perfect. Perfect. Uh, there's also a, a celebrated charity for this race weekend for Wine and Dine, since we're talking about Wine and Dine specifically. And for the 2020 race, it's Second Harvest Food Bank. Oh, that's neat. That's yeah. so smart. It like ties into the race weekend. It completely does. It completely does. And I didn't remember there being a charity tied to Wine and Dine, so I had to go look for it. But uh, yeah, it's Second Harvest. And uh, the, you, I think you had that option when you check out to give a donation when you when you're buying your bib. So keep keep an eye out for that. We all know I did not see anything. (laughs) Yes, we do know that because you're Jane. If the race sells out before you get your chance to get in, definitely consider that. And like I said, I'll add that link over there for you guys. um, And you can talk to some of these awesome charity providers. So the best charity advice I can give to anybody is to pick something that is really important to you. And that will speak to you as you're trying to fundraise. That will help you when you're asking for family and friends for support. Like Patty gave the story about Jake. And, you know, every time she tells that story, it's hard for people to say, no, I'm not going to go help you. Because (laughs) you've now, right, we have that connection with you. And now we're all part of that story with Jake. So that's my biggest thing. It's very easy to just pick a random charity, but if you can find one that you can connect with, then that's going to be the best ways way for you to hit the fundraising minimums. Yeah, I can echo that. Um, you know, especially if anybody, if you do any kind of advocacy work, you know that you're speaking more passionately about it when it's something that's a connection for you. And I think it's also that helps, you know, the people you're speaking to, it helps make a connection for them. So you said it's not just some random charity. It's something that you, you know, there's a specific reason behind why you're asking versus just trying to get into a sold out race. (laughs) Yep. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, just as a personal side note here, I can tell you guys that as a, a mom that, that lost a kid, one of the biggest fears that I had immediately was that nobody would remember him. Nobody would know about him. Like, how would this be, you know, years down the road, here we are years down the road and people still no Jake and they still talk about him. And part of that is because I did something in his name and his honor and it just happened to tie to the Ren Disney experience. So, um, you know, it's find your why, right. And then embrace that. And, uh, the charity is, is going to be so thankful that you, you know, did that for them as well because they, they need the funds, you know, it's, it's, it's hard to be a charity these days, man. Absolutely. Do spots ever open up for any of the sold out races or is it once it's done, it's done? They have opened from time to time, especially closer to the race actually happening. 
what we speculate, because none of us actually know what's going on at Run Disney, but hey, Run Disney, <laughs> if you want to tell Patty and I, we're here for you. We they know think, what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> we think they break up the challenges that didn't sell. So, for example, if there were suddenly more half marathon and marathon bibs available in January, it could be because they broke up the Goofy Challenge, which may have still been open um, on a weekend such as Wine and Dine. If they're suddenly open with 10K bibs and and, um, extra half bibs, it could be because they broke up some challenges. And that's not necessarily because their bibs haven't sold. It could be that there was extra allotment in the travel agent section or sometimes charities turn their bibs back into Disney. Yeah, there's all kinds of different reasons and ways and whys that they all of a sudden find bibs and they put them back out on sale. Uh, The thing is, they don't send you an email. They don't announce it. Uh, If you are hunting and looking for those kinds of bib sales to come out over the next couple of months, um, A, look yourself, rendisney.com, just, you know, spot check it here and there and see what's available. But I also would say join a Facebook group or get involved in some kind of a written Disney community, which by the way, we have a Facebook group. It's No Guilt Disney Facebook. Go come and join us if you want to. But that's, those are the places where I tend to see people say, oh, heads up, I just registered for this sold out race through rendisney.com. But as soon as somebody says that online, like it goes immediately. So that's the other thing is that Ren Disney might have put 15 bibs on, right? And so when somebody drops that in a group of 30,000 runners, it's going to be gone fast. <laughs> and if there's anybody who wants to just avoid all the drama and has decided to still wants to run, so not avoid the drama like me and just kind of sit out. <laughs> so there, what are there any other options if they just kind of want to remove that stress? Why, yes, yes, you can. I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> there. How are, did I know? <laughs> as we mentioned before, travel agents and bib packages. This is the way, folks. I have spoken. Uh, look, I get that not everyone wants to work with a travel agent, and I'm not even saying that you have to work with me. There's tons of awesome, awesome travel agents out there. And there's a lot of them. I will say this. If you're going to work with a travel agent for a Ren Disney bib, please find one that has experience selling the Ren Disney product. It's a little quirky. It's a little weird. There's a lot of details that go into this that you're going to want to ask all the questions about. And that's that's the only caveat I'd say is, is the, the truth is any travel agent that works with Disney can sell you the bib package. So if you have a favorite one out there, but quote unquote, they don't sell Ren Disney, but you still want to work with them, you can reach out to them and, and talk to them about their the options. They can do it. Uh, there's nothing that's going to stop them from doing it. They just need to know how to do it, right? But they can do it. However, for your best Ren Disney experience, <laughs> I will beg of you to please go and find and ask for recommendations of somebody who has worked with travel agents before that that either primarily sell run Disney or at least have some experience in it because it makes a big difference. These these packages are just a little quirky and a little weird the way things are set up. And if especially if you've never either used a travel agent before or you've never run Disney before, if you're in either one of those camps, find you one that has done this before. And obviously, full disclosure, I am a travel agent and I do specialize in run Disney races. Um, I've been selling these races for a couple of years now and I've been running them since 2011. 
My agency is basically 80 to 90% of the run Disney product. That is, that's what we do. So keep that in mind as you are going forward or, or looking for your options uh, once this race sells out, which like we said, it's, I'm pretty sure it's going to sell out and it's going to sell out fast. All right. So since you've made the clear distinction that there's some some added things that go in with a uh, run Disney registration, um, especially with a travel agent. So what's what makes that different than just booking a regular Disney vacation? Our packages are set up. You can book a package with a, a travel agent. Our, our bib allocation is separate from rundisney.com. So when rundisney.com sells out, there's usually still a pool of bibs for travel agents to pull from. And that's how it's just a separate setup. Okay. They have specifically, you know, drawn lines in the sand between uh, the two allocations. So the, that travel agent pool would ha- in the past, we have, it's been plentiful and we have been able to book people for days, sometimes weeks, sometimes months after races sell out online. Like for example, the 5k for Star Wars Rival Run, which is happening next month, has been sold out for months on rendisney.com. But travel agents still have some allocation in their um, in their pocket. In order, the, the kicker though is in order to get that bib, we can't do a bib only sale. If you have any travel agent that's like, I can sell you just the bib, they cannot. It doesn't work that way. Once upon a time, things like that were options, but currently that is not the way it works. Which is why I still don't have a 5K bib. (laughs) Correct. Correct. Because Jane doesn't want to book two nights. Um, (laughs) No. (laughs) Which I get. I mean, you live two seconds outside of Disney. Why would you, right? Right. And then how I justify it is I'd rather take that money and give it to a charity. Yeah. Well, honestly, that's just something that you have to, you know, balance out. It's my luxury. (laughs) You want to do this, right? Yeah. And so if you desperately need in and the races are sold out, then you're you're going to need to commit to a two-night stay on Disney property. And that's how the bib package is set up. It's just two nights plus the bib. You can add all the bells and whistles. You can add tickets. You can add dining. It can look just like a regular Disney World package, but also have bibs on it. The, the biggest difference is also is how that bib is treated. It takes a little while for Run Disney to send you the link that you use to actually do the steps of registering, but you are in control of that. Once the link comes to you, you sign in, you put in your own proof of time, you pick your race shirt size, uh, you do all of those things. So it looks just like you're registering for Ren Disney, but the, the quirk is that we wait for Ren Disney to send that link to you and it can take between a week to three weeks, you know, for that link to come. But once you've paid your money, once Run Disney has processed your credit card, you are guaranteed a bib. You are definitely running this race. The other thing you have to know about booking these packages is, is if you have to cancel your room, you will lose the bib. It's part of the package. So if you decide to go stay at Jane's house, Instead of <laughs> <laughs> instead of staying your two nights at Pop Century, well, I can tell you Jane's house is lovely. However, when you cancel those two nights with me, that also means Red Disney's going to cancel your bib. So keep that in mind. You can't you can't 
you can't play the game that way. You got to do one or the other. <laughs> so we're not having a big sleepover at Jane's house is what I'm Oh, hearing. well, we are. We you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, but yeah, so the, the, the good part is, is that when you guys see sold out on rendisney.com and you want to know what your options are, you do have options. There's going to be charities. There's also going to be travel agents until our bib allocation runs out. And that we have no idea how fast that's going to happen. I can tell you for pre-sales this week, it did happen for three of the four races. <laughs> However, that being said, we will get a bigger allocation, just like how the general registration is a bigger allocation. Well, the, the travel agents will get their bigger allocation starting on uh, Tuesday. So we should have that and we should still continue to be able to book until those run out. And it's a live inventory. So there's no guesses on how quickly that could happen either. But my suggestion is if you are interested and you want to run these races, find a travel agent that you love, find someone that you want to work with, go ahead and get that process started because time is of the essence if it's that important to you. If you're more like, eh, if I get in, I get in. And if I don't, I don't. And then that's cool too. Like then don't sweat it. You don't, you don't need to go to all these, all these extremes. Although I'm guessing if that's how you feel, I'm real impressed that you got this far into the podcast. <laughs> and that. And, and, and that. And there's and there are people that are like that. But I just I can tell you this week has been a lot of fun uh, because there's been a lot of of great, you know, hi, is there any way you can help me get into this race? And I'm like, yes, yes, I can. No problem. So, uh, you know, that that's your other option if you are looking for sold out uh, races, reach out and find a travel agent that you can work with. If you still have questions or concerns or just want to talk through processes or travel agent or charity or direct registration, whatever it is, head on over to our Facebook group, No Guilt Disney. And we are probably going to be talking about it for the next eight months. <laughs> I mean, you guys will. I'll be, I'll be talking about <laughs> I'll be talking about Epcot. Let's be real. <laughs> Join us if you'd like to help us convince Teresa to run a race around Epcot. <laughs> <laughs> Teresa, they do go through Epcot. Almost every single race ends in Epcot. So no, I'm waiting. I'm No, honestly, part of the thing I'm waiting for, too, is I know there are races that go through Hollywood Studios, but none of them go by Gertie for some reason. If there is a race where Gertie is on the course, I'm absolutely signing up for that. <laughs> You're on it. All right. All right. Well, that, that's our new goal is to somehow get that race course to go by Gertie uh, so that we can make that happen for Teresa. But because uh, that would be a lot of fun. But yeah, come join us in the Facebook group and ask all the questions. There's a wealth of knowledge in there and there are Ren Disney folks and non non Ren Disney folks as well. So we talk about all things. I mean, we talked about Crocs this week, y'all. So we did. It, if you if you really wanted to see from our Dapper Day episode the picture of Patty's high heel Crocs, which I still <laughs> can't believe that's a thing. That picture is in the Facebook group now, as well as my judgment. Yeah, <laughs> man, that's everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, not exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to join the Facebook group for that. <laughs> However, <laughs> yeah, any any more questions, come and let us know or send us an email. Uh, Jane, what's our email address? Pop, pop quiz hotshot. You can email us at noguiltdisneypod at gmail.com. Yeah, you can send any questions that you guys might have or comments about these races, and we're happy to, to help you any way we can. And make sure you keep joining us each week on the No Guilt Disney Podcast, because as we all know, Patty likes to say, It's no fun to fangirl Disney alone. Bye! Bye!
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.